welcome to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. I am doing a bonus show for you today. I had a conversation with a, uh, I'll say a new friend. I met her about a year ago at a retreat, and I just love her, her philosophy on health. So I had to have her on the podcast so she can share with you how food freedom equals life freedom. Listen in. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Tammy and I'm your host. And today I am privileged to have a friend of mine, Jenny Sills, come and talk with you today. She has such an incredible journey, an incredible story about, well, things that we've been talking about. How do I decide who I am now and how do the decisions that I make shape my journey and how I think about myself shapes Mm. my journey. So Jenny, I'm going to throw it at you. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Thank thank you so much for having me, Tammy. Um, I loved, I got to meet Tammy at a retreat and um, loved everything she was talking about in terms of mindset and our thoughts. And it just really registered with me, really pulled on my heartstrings and I reached out to you uh, just recently was like, I would love to share my story because this last 16 months of my life, especially has been quite a journey, which I will, I will get to, but really when I think back about my life, I am a certified nutrition coach now. um, And what it is that I get to do is they say the mess becomes the message, right? So Mm -hmm. when I think about the women that I get to help, my story is like woven throughout their lives. It's like we attract the right people and God brings the right people into my path so I can help them because I can have that empathy as well as that like guidance and coaching. And so I go all the way back to like those, you know, angst teen years that you've got teenagers. Yes. Um, (laughs) Right. And I just think about like, the puberty and just developing and becoming this woman very early, like fifth grade maturing and being like, I don't know what to do with all this. Like there's hormones, there's like training bras, all these things that I just was very uncomfortable in my own body. And that kind of Mm -hmm. became a theme where I would see myself get a little bit, you know, chunkier and then thin out chunkier and thin out. And really looking at the time at like, the people on the magazine covers who were all airbrushed, but I didn't realize that at the time. 
and looking at what beauty was in those standards. So it was, I had to be real thin, which I've got this like German background. I've got bigger bones, you know, like I'm just, I've got muscle, but I didn't see that as beauty, you know? And so I constantly felt like either I was emotionally eating or just really thinking negatively all the time. I don't think I even realized until a few years ago how bad and how like ingrained it was like just the things that I would say Mm -hmm. about myself towards myself, um, even struggling with, you know, some, you know, emotional verbal abuse from a family member that it just kind of stacked and compounded over time. Yeah. And so over just hits the release. And those, those stories were just on autopilot in my mind. And so even as a successful adult, I was a teacher for 12 years. There was still a lot of doubt in who I was, um, a lot of failed relationships because I was always looking for the wrong thing. I was looking for validation in who I was either from a man or from um, a size, a number. And so, I mean, I can look back at pictures and see me in all shapes and sizes. And sometimes I was really skinny, but not healthy and vice versa. Um, And I realized I'm an emotional eater, you know, Mm -hmm. like give me a good Hallmark movie and I'll cry it out with a tub of ice cream kind of like situation or, uh, you know, a bottle of wine. Um, And really started to understand that my habits were not making me really healthy. And, you know, I, I kind of not laugh, but I just got as a sense of humor, you know, of like looking at my journey and how I loved being a teacher to an extent. And then I retired early and, um, but now I still get to teach. So I get to use my skills but I was the girl who tripped over my own feet. I was the girl who, you know, did lacked confidence And then I've been put in the last five years, like I was the head coach of a fitness studio where I just never would have pictured myself in those roles. And so I've seen him just automatically, I think, restore that, Mm -hmm. but also working through that imposter syndrome too, you know, like of, do I, Oh, it's real. Yeah. Do I belong here? Who am I to tell people what to do, how to eat? Um, And so I really just looked at my life and I use that now as the platform to help other women restore their minds. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's amazing. And through the last 10, last 16 months, you've had a lot of life changes. And like you said, your, your health journey and you are a nutritionist and you, um, we talked about before how you were going to like homeopathic doctors to get Mm -hmm. healthy, doing different things. Cause there's so many that's what I find is so challenging because there's so many things vying for our attention that mm-hmm. are the right things. There's mm-hmm. so many quick fixes. There's so many, you need to do this, or you should always do that. And it's really hard because when you're trying to do the right thing, how do you choose? Right. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think I finally found on, and it's almost a cliche phrase, but I, I still love it. And it's food freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's because it, what I help women do, and I've had to help myself do this is look at life on a continuum, but also the food we eat on a continuum. And so learning that I can have a glass of wine, I am like an all or nothing kind of person. Like that's my mentality. So I work hard and I'll work myself into the ground and I'm getting better at not doing that. Um, 
But that was my pattern for decades. And that would show up with food. It would show up with my relationship with food. I I would, you know, be really strict, so stringent that like, like I couldn't be fun. I couldn't go and enjoy a girl's night out without feeling guilty and shame and, you know, those those spirals. And so learning to have that balance, my business is called Life Simply Balanced because inevitably when one thing is more balanced, let's say you're like, I'm finally getting my workouts in. Maybe that time you're using for exercise is not being used then, or you have less time to prep meals, right? But I always think of it as in this season of life, where's the biggest like outcome for your effort? And if that needs to be exercise or nutrition or even just like quick meals, like how do I make quick, healthy meals? If you can focus on that, and like we said, now we're stacking habits in a positive way, you start to automate more. I think about your um, your podcast on willpower and how, you know, on average, you say it lasts about two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and so what happens is, is if we only have like a very superficial why. So for the longest time, it was, I want to be a size blank. I want to weigh blank. I want to look like, or I'm going on a vacation. I'm going to wear a swimsuit. Like, ah, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it was very easy to really push hard. But then after two weeks, it's like, now what? So that extreme lifestyle is exhausting and it's super unhealthy. And so what I have learned is like, we just celebrated Thanksgiving when we're recording this and I could enjoy a glass of wine and a huge plate of food and savor it and enjoy it and have some pumpkin pie and feel zero guilt because I now know how to feed my body and use food as information that takes time. And that's things I coach people with. Can you explain that a little bit more? Like what, uh, what information are you getting? How is it? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Food can be, you know, just learning, learning to eat till you're 80% full. So like, I, that was the hardest thing. Cause I was a teacher, right? So we're shoveling food down in like our right. 30 minute lunch break. So learning to put my fork down between bites and enjoy the textures and the flavors and the aromas. And then as I'm doing that, that extends my meal, which means I get, I feel full. I learned to feel full. Okay. And even on Thanksgiving, I could sit there and go, yeah, I'm about 90% full. Okay. This is my last bite. <laughs> and it's, it's becomes a choice as opposed to, oh my gosh, I just ate two plates of food. What happened? It's, you know what I mean? So it takes practice. And those are things that it's like any other habit. It's a muscle. You have to build that muscle memory, but it's so freeing because then you can enjoy mm-hmm. those indulgences or a special treat without going overboard. Um, and I mean, I spent like two solid weeks. I had a timer on in my kitchen, 20 minutes. I had no distractions and I took a bite, put my fork down. And I was, I remember the first meal, it was like eight minutes. And I was like, are you 20 minutes yet? <laughs> it's like, no, but it, you know, I got better and better to where it became automated. And now, you know, I can go on vacations and feel that I don't have to have that all or nothing mm-hmm. mentality. Um, so when life throws a curveball, so I been practicing this for years, it's not something you just like do overnight. I help people create a lifestyle. Okay. Um, so about 16 months ago, we got married and we're like 38 years old. Let's start building our family. 
and it has not, you know, been our story yet where we get to say like, we're pregnant and, and we're having our baby. I'm 40 now and definitely have through like the doctor's visits been told there's a lot of roadblocks, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the biggest challenges through this season of life has been here. I was in this very contented place of feeling food freedom where I knew what to eat, how much to eat. I knew my, I knew how to, what my triggers were. So if like I could feel one of those negative thoughts creeping in, I could combat that with truth. I could reframe my thinking. Um, I didn't need to rely on just willpower because I felt so good. The foods I ate gave me energy, helped me to sleep well, um, helped me to perform my best in my workouts. And so when we started talking with fertility specialists, we learned that I am insulin resistant, which just means my body does not break down blood sugar very well. So it stores it, right? It stores it as opposed to uh, more likely than it will like use it for energy. And so I had to readjust my types of foods. So I eat less carbs now. Not that I think carbs are the enemy and I don't like teach any specific diet, but from my body, now I know, Hey, if I eat fewer carbs, more healthy fats, higher protein, my body responds really positively, but making that switch sent me right back into that, like obsession, fear. Am I doing this wrong? Am I, you know, what if I mess up? And it it's, I think what women think is that, you know, once they do something, it should just be fixed, but we're humans. And there's constantly like different seasons, like having toddlers versus teenagers, completely different seasons of life. The stressors are different. The triggers are different. And so I've learned to teach myself and I love helping women learn basic strategies so that they can pivot as they need to. Um, Even my workouts had to change drastically because of the type of workouts that are going to help my body um, produce my best hormones right now. Since getting pregnant is more challenging, it's not, I'm not 25 anymore. So um, that was hard because I was so set in my ways and I had a good routine and I, I was resistant to change, but because I've built in these systems and I've worked on my mind and I've restored my mind in the sense that I know who God has made me to be, I'm strong and I have to embrace the season of life I'm in. And I don't, I was telling you earlier, I don't like that word very much because I don't want to, because I'm stubborn. I don't want to embrace, like, this has been a season of grief. It's been a season of like, I, I never thought I would be in a place where I would say like, I, I'm, I may not get to like bear my own children. And like, you know, that's something that I still, to this day, like even during our like Thanksgiving trip, like I was in tears of like, Oh, you know, like just the pain and frustration, it it comes in waves. But when I learned to embrace it and walk through it, the fear starts to dissipate. And you know, whether I'm borrowing the belief of my coaches mm-hmm. for the day or, you know, my husband's belief, cause he's so strong and he's got like all the belief that it's just going to happen. Um, and then there are days that 
I can have proof, proof that it's working. And that's the other thing that I help women do because I need it is every day I, I start with gratitude. Like, what am I thankful for in the last 24 hours? And then I write down proof that it's working. And if I can't think of anything, then I can go back and look at other days, proofs, and I can use that borrowed belief. So if I wake up and I'm having, you know, like if I start my cycle or whatever it may be, I can go back and look at other days proof to, sh- to see how God is like saying like, yeah, that's this oh is working. Goodness. Yeah. Writing down your daily wins, writing down your wins, just so you have that evidence in writing in your own handwriting to go yeah. back and see, because we all struggle. Like you said, right. we all have these seasons and we think we have it going on. Like we think, okay, this is good <gasps> in such a positive way. And then something hits us and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be something big. It could just be mm-hmm. a, a traffic jam. Like it, it could, <laughs> something can, can shift and change everything. And then we feel so down on ourselves and it's like, this will never work for me. This is right. I never, I can't. And that's like, girl, no, go back, look at your wins and see how right. it's working. I love how you put it. Proof that it's working. Yeah. Because you're right. It's, it's everywhere if we look for it. Right. So- and it, it is hard when you're in the struggle. Let's mm-hmm. say, you know, you're a woman listening to this and you want to lose weight and you've been in this weight loss journey for a decade or your whole life even, right? Of just the roller coaster. It's hard to have that belief if you're if you're just going off of in the moment. But mm-hmm. if you can just daily start to track your wins, proof that it's working, proof that it's working, you know, that's that's where you can go, okay, well, today maybe was a rough day. I got that there was a traffic jam. I, I I got home late. I didn't have time to cook dinner, but I still um, was able to heat up yesterday's leftovers or I was able to throw together a quick salad, you know, or I went through fast food, but I got a salad and, you know, it's like water instead of a soda. Like, right. Yeah. It's, it's learning to then not only find the proof, but then you almost want to create it. Okay. Well, Yes. I couldn't make this dinner I was hoping to, but I'm going to make something happen. Um, and that creates change. And that's where you start to see that like compound effect of those small wins to, okay, here's, here I am. Like I'm, I, I'm even past where I thought I could get. Um, and that's the beauty of it for sure. So, so what are some, what are some of the things? Cause you talked about pivoting. Mm-hmm. Say that when your body tells you when you have the signs to pivot, what are some of the signs that we can look for, for pivoting? For pivoting, I would say when you feel like you're up against a wall, right? Like you're constantly um, just not settled with yourself. So anytime, let me back up here. Anytime there's a big change in season. So like, I was a school teacher. So I just knew September was off limits for most things. Like I, I always forgot how tired I got every September, but it came back very quickly. And I just learned over the 12 years, I didn't plan much in that month. There were no extra book clubs. There were no, it was just kind of, and then I also prepared for it. So I would, Sundays weren't as fun, if you will, because I was just getting more of my food prepped or having a day of complete rest because I knew I needed it to, to get through. 
um, during the holiday season, there's more temptations. So learning, I always tell women, like, um, we under eat protein more than any other nutrient. And so like, even if you do nothing else, focus on what you can do to enhance your health. So instead of thinking like, I can't do, I can't have this and I can't have this. It's like, okay, well on Christmas morning, I'm going to have a protein rich breakfast so that, you know, I, you're going to have less sugar cravings. You're going to be less hungry throughout the day and it will fill you up. So like little wins like that, everyone can focus on drinking more water, right? That's what I, today I have been drinking hot water because I was like, I'm drinking water today and only water, but I still want that. Like I'm cold. And so right. hot water is what I have right. in my coffee mug all day. Yeah. And it's, it makes me feel good because it's a right. choice. I'm still meeting my goals. I just, right. in a way it's a little more pleasant. Right. And I, I always tell everyone, like I said, seeing life on a continuum. So that may be like when someone's going through coaching with me or in for my own life, if it's a busier season, I'm not tracking exercise, water intake, food prep, you know, all my macronutrients. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I'm thinking, okay, what's, what are two areas of my life? So usually it's how do I de-stress? Cause I know that I hold stress a lot Mm -hmm. more tightly than I should. So whether it's, um, I do like emotional tapping or meditation or prayer, my morning journal. Um, so that'd be like, I pick one of those and I try to hit one a day, something like that each day. And then I might also, whether it's water intake or just my protein intake. And what's amazing is, you know, I had a client who just did my food freedom program and she was not going into it to lose weight. She wasn't looking at her weight loss, but because she focused on just finally getting off the couch and walking every day and going from eating out every meal to just like, she even said she never ate vegetables. So just like learning to incorporate vegetables and then, you know, having some more whole food focus. She, she's like, my pants are loose and I actually lost weight, but it wasn't her focus. And so now eight weeks went by and she just focused on those two things. And now she's like, yeah, I'm going to keep going. And she wants to continue working with me so she can keep working on stacking, stacking, stacking. And so when you pivot, it's like, you know, we talked halfway through and she's like, well, my, my work schedule is changing. Okay. So now instead of you're working overnight, so let's look at what that, you know, maybe your sleep schedule is the most important because everything's shifting. And then what does that look like to prep meals for you? Cause you're eating at new times. Mm -hmm. So it's, when we talk about pivoting, it, it can be within a day, can be like my kids just threw a tantrum and you know and and I'm so angry now and I need a moment for myself and so maybe you're in a season where you just need to have I call them five minute actions they're five minutes or less they propel you into action it could be set I have alarms in my phone like when I was retraining my brain to drink half my body weight in water Mm -hmm. in ounces I every two hours I had an alarm it said water. And if I hadn't drank my 16 ounces, you know, I would okay. chug it. That's right. Or put your workout clothes the night before, you know, like little things. Um, but those five minute actions are what save are the saving grace for everyone because Absolutely. Like, it's kind of setting up your experience, like preparing it. It's like you're yeah. preparing your so that way you're removing all of the blocks that if mm-hmm. you didn't put your clothes out in the morning, 
instead of like rolling out of bed, ready to put clothes on, you can sit there and be like, oh, I don't really have anything to wear. What I'm going to wear. Oh, I'm cold. I, I think I'll just lay here. And then all of a sudden your time is gone. You're not out of bed, but you are. And then you feel guilty because you didn't actually right. do, you weren't in, in integrity with yourself. Right. Which is so important when you're trying to make changes, set yeah. yourself up for success. What yes. does it look like? And like, make it so your brain is like, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting these clothes on. I'm going to go and go on the treadmill for 23 minutes. Like, right. that's it. That's what I'm going right. to do. And, and you're right. Um, the other thing you mentioned, and I wanted to touch on is, you know, you talked about don't focus on the things that you can't or shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Our brains cannot handle don't. As soon as yeah. we say, hey, like, don't look over here. Like, that's all you're focusing on. Don't look right. at the pink elephant. You're like, okay, where is this pink elephant where that I'm not looking on? And so it is, it's when you focus on what you can do, your brain actually is like, okay, like, because it wants to prove you right. Yes. It wants to. And so if you put it in, like, set it up to prove yourself right, and it's like, okay, I am going to drink every time I say I'm thirsty, or I feel thirsty or hungry, I'm going to drink four ounces of water. And right. then you do. So you focus on not the fact that I'm not going to eat a snack, but I right. am going to drink the water. Yes. And it's like hitting those. And then you can feel good because not only are you getting your water in, but now you're not overeating your planned, but it's, it's setting yourself up for mm-hmm. success. And it's what we forget is we think it should happen automatically and it right. never does. No. I mean, if it did, we would all be successful already. Right. This is the, yeah, this is so many times I'm like, well, why didn't this work? Because I didn't want it enough to set myself up for success. Right. It was a wish instead of a, a, a need and I need to turn it into a need and yeah. do the steps. Right. I had a, a friend I was talking to and she said, because I was asking her like, what does health mean to you? And, and yeah. how close are you to that? And she said, well, it's just not my priority right now. And it was like, dead on. I'm like, okay, like you reaching these goals are not your priority. But I think the more she talked, I thought, I feel like it's because you're not setting yourself up for success. I had, I had told her I have this, you know, nine week program. And she's like, that just freaks me out. I can't even do 30 days. And I thought back to, well, you're probably going off of that baseline willpower of whenever you set out for a goal, if it is a weight loss goal, it's very superficial. I want to lose weight. Okay. Why? Yeah. And then I would go like seven layers deep with yep. that. So it layers. wouldn't just be, yes. it would just be like, because I want to look good for a vacation. Well, why do you want to look good for I mean, like right. there's so much more to it. Yes. So she's relying on that willpower. And the second it fades off, you know, bye. It, she doesn't keep going. So one, her why wasn't big enough, but two, she probably doesn't have those strategies to set her up for success. And And she's very successful in her business. I know she knows what to do. I mean, I think about toddlers and like, you can't tell them not to do something. The more you tell them not to, they're like, Ooh, like don't draw on the wall. It's like, okay. You know, draw on the wall. Like that's that's what I hear. Yes. It is true. We're just, like you said, we're just like that. We need to set ourselves up. And I think that's where women, like where I heard this friend is she doesn't trust herself to go past two weeks, three weeks with anything. So a nine week challenge is like, like, are you kidding me? 
I can like, get it yes, I get so much into those stories that are playing and why you can't go past the two weeks, but we won't do oh, that. Right. Um, but because it's, it goes into that, what you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're setting yourself up, I know, I know I can only go two weeks. Your brain is like, okay, girl, I got you. We're going to do two weeks strong. We're going to be miserable right. because we we're going to know that it's coming to an And I'm, we're going to, it's a force. We have to force ourselves to do this. Yeah. But don't worry. Cause then we're going to, we're going to fail. And then we're yep. going to, we're going to go back to our comfortable fear mm-hmm. and our stagnant, but we understand how this, how this feels in this season. Yeah. And then we don't actually get the lasting change. Yeah. And that's, that's where I feel like women come to me kind of on that last leg of like, okay, Jenny, nothing else has worked. Please like help me. And so as I've needed borrow belief, I try to help them until they can build up their proof. And that's the question I pretty much ask them every week. What's your proof? What's your proof? And sometimes you're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I could tell you because I can see things like when you're tracking and but we need that, you know, like I had a friend today tell me like, Jenny, you're doing great. Like you're handling this fertility stuff so well. And like, I was like boxing her, like crying, you know, like telling her about, you know, things I was feeling. And then she was able to hold that belief for me for a moment today when I needed it. And then I could step back and go, yeah, I'm doing great. You know? yeah, and that's what I was going to say is you can have moments of weakness, yeah. of doubt, but you can keep going. You can still do great. We yeah. are, all, we are human. We are fallible. We are, you know, we make mistakes. Willpower is hard. Trying to do the right things is hard. Trying to see the good all mm-hmm. the time is hard. Yeah. However, when you look at the big picture, that's what you should be grading it on. Yeah. Overall, are you doing your, you're doing well? Well, are you still positive? You know, and I know I can just imagine, we've talked a little bit about your fertility story, but I can imagine that, you know, you have this picture from when you were little of mm-hmm. and what this is. And, and, and you look at some people, it's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's natural. And mm-hmm. I actually just did a breastfeeding um, summit. And that was one of the things I talked about is like, for me, like breastfeeding, my son was not natural. Like he did not want to eat. And, but it, yeah. and it, and it, it sunk me into a depression because it didn't look like I expected. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you, when you're looking, you're trying to evaluate how you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. evaluate in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's why you write down your your proof mm-hmm. because then you can see. Oh no, I really am doing well. I can I can cry and still have hope. I yeah. can I can I can emotional eat for a moment. Yeah, still live a healthy lifestyle. Yes, be strong and healthy. Yeah. like it's it's an and. It's not an it's not a but. And it's not all or nothing. Right. So we have to build in that grace and that, that ability for us to, to see overall no, as a, as a whole, instead of these moments of weakness. Right. Yeah. It's, it's part of the journey. And like, I know in a few years when I'm holding my baby and, you know, I can look back and then I'll be like, Oh, we don't sleep anymore. You know, you know, right. it's going to be a whole different season. And they'll be, be like, challenges. wow, this teenager really is like a toddler. I knew nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's constant seasons. And I think that's the the biggest thing is like, stop, we need to stop waiting for the right time. We need to work on those, like setting ourselves up for success. 
because life is so much more enjoyable and I'm not out to have the perfect body or to help my clients get the perfect body. Like that's, that's not my, that's not me. That's not my style. What does that even mean? The perfect body? I mean, it's different cultures. It looks right. They're completely different. Right. But I think, you know, whatever that we have as women, we can get our own individual, like, oh, this is what I would like to look like. But I now have the confidence of like loving myself where I'm at. I have my days, but we we all do. But I know that I'm making the right choices. I know, I know, you know, the confidence of what to eat, how much to eat, um, what makes me feel good. And then like, we were on a road trip and I had some peanut butter M&Ms and oh my gosh, they were delicious. But I also learned to fold that bag up and give it to my nephew. Like, they're yours. Okay. You know, but I, there was no guilt in that. It was like, I haven't had a peanut M&Ms in forever. I want some, you know? And so just learning to have those moments of, of life and, and being real and raw and knowing that once you figure something out, guess what? It's almost like God's like, okay, because we should never stop growing. We should never stop evolving. I mean, to be re- I'm, I feel like I'm restored of the deeper pain that I had, but it still can come back. It's like, it's the enemy's still there, like pushing that button. Like, remember this thought? And so I have to keep doing the work. Absolutely. To, you know, live in that freedom, if you will. Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's you're right. It's doing the work that daily, instead of looking, focus on that outcome, that number, that, um, you know, that, that finite thing, because who knows what is in store for us, but if we stay the course and we just find our proof every day, Mm -hmm. what a magical life. If you, you know, and to be able to show up for your best self every day, simply because you're looking for proof. Yeah. And change your brain that that's, that is, that's the magic. That's where you should be. Um, so as we close, like, what would you like to leave um, the listeners with? Like we, um, you know, just what would you, is there, do you have a takeaway or an action step that they can, that they can do right now that will yeah. help them on this journey? So I have, I mean, right now when the podcast is coming out, I always have freebies on my website. I always have something to offer a value. And when you are going to be posting it, I have a free full 40 minute webinar on food freedom with a guide that goes along with it and some bonus discounts for my course that's coming up. Um, But it really is the first three steps you would take to begin your journey with food freedom. Um, because I've I say that a lot. So it's like, what is that? So it's helping you to define it for yourself as well as then to look at, um, multiple testimonies of clients who have come through my program and what it means in their words, but also then the three steps you can take to begin that journey. And the best thing is all the things I offer, they're free. They're not like, well, buy this program or do this thing. I mean, yes, I, I would love to coach you if that's what you're looking for. But if I know myself, when I start things, I like to try I like to feel it out. And so this is not only you get to see my coaching style and, you know, you want to gel with your coach. You want to really connect so with important. them. And so it's just a, a free opportunity to do that. And it's a resource for life. So, um, that's on my website, jennysills.com and the pages freebies. So (laughs) 
Well, that's yeah. great. That's easy. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes. Awesome. And how can, so how, how's the best way to connect with you? Like, are you on Instagram? Do you just your website? What? Both of those two. So Instagram, I'm life simply balanced. Um, and I'll give that to you because there's some underscores in there, but, um, so that's my handle on Instagram. Um, you can message me there if you have questions or on my website, it just says contact Jenny and you just fill out a quick form. Um, and it sends me an email and then we can start the chat. I offer discovery calls as well. So if you're really interested and want to kind of see if we're a good fit and just want to skip all the extra stuff and just get right to a conversation, we can do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I have enjoyed this and, and I'm, I'm just so thankful because the more and more we have women talking about the fact that we, we need to look at life as a whole and yeah. that we need the, the balance to, like, I agree that you the embrace, embrace where you are. And typically it's like, you know what, I'm in a lot of pain. Why would I want to embrace this? And it's like, well, because you have something to learn and there's hope. Yeah. And so if you embrace where you are and understand it, you're going to get out faster. You're going to move Absolutely. through it. So yeah. I just appreciate your perspective on that. And, and I can't wait to chat again soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, you have a wonderful day. And as always, choose joy until joy chooses you. Have a good week. Bye.